0: You're listening to the Getting Smart Podcast, where we unpack what's new and innovative in education. And today we're talking with Latia and Peyton Johnson, a mother and daughter who both are 2017 Kansas City Scholar recipients. KC Scholars was developed with input from 70 Kansas City community partners and incubated out of the Kauffman Foundation. The program aims to help low and modest income students, as well as adult learners, finance and complete a college education. Access to post-secondary education can be limited due to a variety of reasons, including understanding of available resources and affordability. If we want each student to have a chance to access a post-secondary education, we have to talk about these real inhibitors and highlight organizations working to address them. When it comes to innovation in education, it is really important to think about who has access to these innovations and how they support all students. That's why we talked with the Johnson team, to hear about why this scholarship will be helpful to advancing post-secondary success and what we can learn from their journeys.
1: My name is Latia Johnson, Latia Bailey Johnson. I went to school in the KCK school district, USD 500. School was tons of fun. I was fortunate enough, I guess, to have a a school and, and friends that I, I that I'm still very, very close with that you know, even from grade school, so we kinda kept the same circles. And I had a blast at school. I had a good time. I didn't really have lots of academic challenges, thankfully, and you know, it was pretty easy breezy, but maybe a little too easy. When I <laughs> got to college, it was a rude awakening. I was actually A Project Choice Kid, which was the other name for the Kaufman Scholars, I believe, when uh, Mr. Kaufman was still alive. And so I was given that opportunity in the sixth or eighth grade. I can't, I think eighth grade, I remember. And I had the promise of being able to go to school, you know, at no cost or what have you. I don't know how my name was drawn or how that process even happened, but that happened and that was you know a great thing unfortunately, I don't think I realized um the benefit I didn't have a lot of counseling in high school as far as um, curriculum went and well
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, I was i was on a i take that back I was on a path for college prep. I was on that path. Everything looked good until about my senior year. And when I start having life issues at home, I just couldn't focus on it. Um, We were a blended family, and you know kind of how that goes, and it wasn't gelling. And I was constantly moving from my mom's to my dad's house back and forth. So I think a lot of that, when I finally did graduate, they were just happy I made it out of school, out of, and no trouble and not pregnant. That was kind of the big thing, you know, even then in the mm-hmm. 90s, to get out of school with no babies and do something, whether it's work or whatever. So there was an emphasis on college as far as Project Choice was concerned. And I'm not going to say that it wasn't an emphasis at home. But I got discouraged because I had applied to Clark Atlanta, got accepted, and couldn't go because of the absences and everything else that I had my senior year. So when they Mm -hmm. denied um, me to go out of state, staying in town just didn't work again because I couldn't escape my home life. Mm -hmm. But I I kind of like a twofold, like I ruined it from – my absences, all I needed to do was gain a year, I think, back in Project Choice and prove myself in one year in-state, I could have still went out of state later. Well, in that process of staying home, I lost the scholarship completely. My grades went down. I was completely discouraged. My home life just over, it took over, took everything and I couldn't mm-hmm. keep focus, And I knew that that would be an issue with me staying in town, but, you know, I kind of chopped my own toe off or something. So And without a
2: champion, you know, one of my, the women I work with, she'll say, Emily, she has high school boys, and she'll say, Emily, everyone needs a champion. So, like, if you had all that going on and you don't have someone mentoring or guiding you at school, it makes total sense why that would be really hard
1: to overcome some of that and keep on the college path. On the college path, yeah. And really the discouragement was overwhelming for me. So then when I had to stay, you know, in my mind, oh, my God, I'm not running away. I don't get to escape. And so, like you said, it's just I didn't have that other positive enforcement. It wasn't like my parents weren't there, but they were occupied with living. You know what I mean? And fighting Mm -hmm. in an unhealthy marriage, and and they were just occupied. I, I don't know another way to say it. It just, I didn't have the attention. And I don't blame them for anything. I'm just saying how that went at, you know, at 16, 17. <laughs> so I I dropped out, of course, because financially I couldn't do it. I think I tried another semester at K C K C C after I lost my scholarship. I just couldn't stay focused. I had to work. I started having to live on my own really early right at about, 1718 you know life happens
0: sometimes life gets in the way and this story is the reality of so many students and adults who've wanted to stay on the college path let's hear how Latia now back on track to earn her degree has worked over the last two decades to keep this dream alive
1: so mm-hmm. i get married i have two adorable children, Clarence and, well, Peyton's the oldest, Peyton in 2000 and and Clarence in 2001. And I went back to school 2004 to 2005, Penn Valley, they were little, and I did well. I was on the Phi Theta Kappa program and National Honor Society, and then life happened again. (laughs) I went through a divorce, and so I had to stop school because I was a stay-at-home mom. I had to try to find work, and that was it. So I just kind of gave up on it. and I've been raising my kids as a single mother ever since. So when the opportunity came, my mother had told me about that she went to a community meeting, and she heard about the program it just gave me life just at the uh, – just thinking about the possibility of going back because, obviously, the number one issue is always financial for me, was always the financial <laughs> need for college. I couldn't meet, you know, the demand and working, and I can barely keep up with what I got going on now, you know, that type of thing. So – we jumped all over it. I was really excited. I was like January 2nd online waiting for midnight to happen so that I can submit the application because I, I, I can't say I knew I would get it. I just hoped that I would, and I knew if I did that this time it it would all be different. And Yeah, and it's
2: clear you've been trying um, and, you know, raising a family and working is no small feat, you know. so. Yeah. i I struggle to keep up with my own life every day, and i don't have I don't have children I don't have to do all those things and so advocating for yourself in order to do this one other thing
1: you know that's a lot being a project choice kid it births the desire to have a degree because i don't I don't know if I even would have thought of college that strongly had that program not been available to us even though it didn't work out for me in the way that I had hoped and in the way that it was planned um it still gave me the inner desire so as I went along working and I accomplished a couple of things um at my former work in banking and now I'm um with the government and I had done some you know pretty decent things and made a decent living for myself without a degree but it never went away the desire to complete that task that I left undone never went away. Now that I'm raising teenagers, I have a senior and a, well, entering senior and and entering a junior year, I wanted to be a living example and not just preach about it and teach about it, but for them to actually see me with the paper.
0: You're listening to the Getting Smart Podcast, and today we're talking about access to post-secondary education and the KC Scholars Program. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to check out Season Two, Episode Forty-Seven, where Tom interviews Sandy Husk, CEO of Avid. We pick back up where Emily asks Peyton, high school junior and now Casey Scholar recipient, about her thoughts and goals for the future.
2: I wonder, Peyton, has that inspired you? Seeing Mom want to go back to school has that inspired you to make sure that you go to college?
3: Um, yes. <clears throat> She's always enforced from college present a higher education to us even when she wasn't like well I know she's always been thinking about school but even when she was thinking about holding off so she's always forced in like let us know how important college was so I've always had that drive for college and that wasn't a question if I was going or not even if I didn't have the money but um seeing her now um actually being active and able to like go schedule classes and I'm just like wow my mom is doing like (laughs) this is her dream she's becoming, she's gonna be even more success successful than she already is so that's just it's just an encouragement I'm like my mom's doing it and she's an adult with children so definitely I could do it and you're gonna be
2: doing it, Peyton. It sounds like
3: yeah. you are. So through the through the, the
2: and you have a lot of champions helping you out. Sounds like yeah. you. So yeah. did you did you apply with your mom to the KC Scholars Program, the scholarship, or how did that happen? Did you get it? Did you find out about it through school,
3: or? Um. Actually, um. I first found out about it through my grandmother, and she told both my mom and I, and she said, um, it was back in Maybe November. November and she said, um, there's this scholarship coming out January 1st, payments $10,000 a year. So you need to be on it and da, 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 da. So <laughs> a few months passed and then January 1st came and the scholarship came out. And I'm like, um, I wasn't that big about going to school, but like in the state, but I'm like, I just, you know, I wanted, I want this scholarship. So, um, just because money is. College is expensive, so I just knew that mm-hmm. if I got the scholarship, then there wouldn't be any hesitation about me going. So, um, I, I'm, it's, it's months are passing, it's about February, <laughs> and I was getting on it, but I wasn't like I was supposed, like, like I was supposed to. And, um, my mom's just like, Peyton, you gotta, uh, make sure you're doing this I'm like yes mom I, I finished my first essay I just have the second one I already told my teachers about the recommendations and my transcripts I got all that information from my um of guidance counselors and da, 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 da. so she's just like okay I didn't even know there was an adult scholarship so until oh. like until about later on like, it was due March 3rd, I believe, like, the day it was, no, the night before or something like that, and she was like, oh, yeah, I didn't, she's like, I applied for the adult scholarship. I'm like, what? I did mean, I'm like, oh, okay, well, yay, like, that, <laughs> um, that would be cool if we both did it, and so, you know, I just, then my application, I uh, we both got them turned in and my mom one oh, time. Right. Uh, so um <laughs> we both got them turned in and I'm just like, well, okay. I mean May is March, so I'm like, well May is quite a bit of ways away. So it just yeah, and then I got the call. People just I was in school and it it was May first. And I was in school and um I'm in class, and people are just blowing my phone up, saying, Uh, congratulations, congratulations. I'm like, what are they talking about? Like, I thought it was like some school award or something. And then they were like, no, you got the Casey Scholars. And I'm like, I'm in chemistry class, like, oh, my gosh. So my chemistry teacher was looking at me all crazy. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was almost to the end of class. I'm just like, oh, wow. So I called my mom, mom, I got the scholarship. She was like, So then she we hang up we get off the phone I'm at lunch at school and then she calls back. she's like guess what I got it too I'm like oh my God. so she's so just like oh. And I'm like, oh, both a parent and a child, like, oh, we did it. And I was just, it was just a big encouragement because I just, this junior year has been so hard for me. I was like, well, man, I don't even know if I want to go to college anymore if we have the money and, you know, just things like that. So getting this scholarship was an encouragement, not only to me, but to, the family as well and just seeing my mom so excited about going to school and getting her education. It's just, it's just motivating and hoping that my brother also receives a scholarship when he applies for next year. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just. Joy. Joy.
2: (laughs) That's so smart of you to find scholarship opportunities and take advantage of them, and you'll be really ahead of the game. Do you know uh, what you want to do or have any ideas about where you might want to apply?
3: Yes. Um, I am interested in going into pre-med, so I want to major in pre-med or chemistry. And um, after that, with a minor in theater, because I love to act and (laughs) sing and dance and all that, After that, hopefully getting accepted into a medical school and becoming an OBUIN obstetrician and uh, in gynecology. So, after, yeah, so I hope to get do my doctorate in that field. And then later on, um, beginning to open my own practice and going from there. <laughs> You you have your
2: life way more figured out than mine, <laughs> because <laughs> I don't even... oh, my goodness. And then, Mom, what are you, so you still have, are you going to be able to use some of your credits from before and then continue, or are you going to start down a new path?
1: Well, I am going to be able to use my credits, actually. Um, we just came from admissions today, and I took my kids with me uh, so they can see what the process is all about. and. Um, filled out my application for Donnelly College online and then I met with an advisor today and they were able to see how that all works and so she got me all uh got my records and so it looks like I'm starting as a sophomore. I didn't realize I had racked up enough college credit to be considered a sophomore I, I, and I don't have to start completely all the way over and that's a, pu- a plus actually um, I'm pretty much halfway to an associate's already, and that's just really exciting. So
2: another question I have for you both is, one of the things that we write a lot about and really care about is just making college and education more accessible and making the process not so difficult and creating more equitable opportunities. So, you know, if you don't have the money – But you have the desire, you can still go and just creating more of those opportunities for all students and adults. And so you clearly both are really have strong desire and have a lot of experience. So my question to you would be, what would you want to tell people, you know, not just in college, but in education that what can we do to help support really driven people like yourselves so that getting into
1: college and staying through college isn't so challenging? One thing just from past experiences, resources are always available, right? Most of the time you can find things. It's just that a lot of students or adults going back to school don't know where they are. Like for myself, I wouldn't have qualified probably for a a traditional type of scholarship where it has a GPA requirement or it has a certain ACT requirement. And I know that those outstanding students should be uh, rewarded for their hard work and everything, but there's still the me's in the world. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of you's in the world. There's more. There's a lot. That's what I'm saying may not be the top academia. Maybe it's just not genetically I'm going to be the genius.
2: Let's pause here for a moment. There are lots of people out there like Latia. We had a whole side conversation at this point in the interview about how many students are out there that really need access to financial aid or resources and may not have been at the top of their class. But that doesn't mean that they don't deserve a high-quality post-secondary education and that they don't have gifts Talents or voice to contribute. In fact, a lot of times it may be more do so to schooling or learning experiences that weren't designed to best meet a student's academic or social and emotional needs. Let's head back to Latia, but keep that in mind as you continue to listen.
1: I have perseverance, I have faith <laughs> and belief, I have support, and with the right guidance and the right tools. I can make it too, and I just, for me going back is, you know, even as my daughter said, I have continued to talk about how I lost it, and it it may be kind of stuck there. You know what I mean? I lost the opportunity, and I don't want you to lose it, so I kind of parented my children out of this fear that they won't have it, and that's not really, what I really wanted to convey is that it's possible, that all things are possible. And Mm -hmm. now I think they see the other side of it and not just, if you don't do right, if you don't study, if you don't do your life is going to be ruined. There are things that happen (laughs) in life. There's sicknesses. There's illnesses. There's death in the families. There's where you have to uproot and move to another town or something. There are situations that we cannot always control, but If you still have a dream, you can still find a way to fulfill the dream. And you just Mm -hmm. don't stop searching, don't stop asking, don't stop seeking a way. Mm -hmm. There is some way out there, and it's just waiting for you to discover it. So my advice to parents especially um, is to just don't give up. Don't give up. If you... I, I try to be satisfied without a degree. I have a real estate license. I've done other things. you know what I mean that are that are <laughs> that I can make the money I need to make and and everything, but it was something about me wanting to complete college. Well, I can still go on with my real estate license and sell houses all over the city and be satisfied with that. but if you have a desire to do something, doing something else is not going to take. The goal, You know, your dream, who you are, is not going to satisfy that part of it. I've had several adults tell me, oh, don't worry about going back. You're making about this money. That's okay. Don't you think? Da, 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 da. Yeah, but that's not it. And I'm always in a field mm-hmm. that I really didn't want to be in.
2: Yeah, there's um, a gentleman named Murray Woodard who actually works at the Cosmos Foundation. And I remember he and I were at a school, and I said, you know, well, they're, the students at these schools, they want to do something else. They can go do something else. They don't have to go to college. They don't want to do this. And he looked at me. He said, Emily, but every single one of these kids should know that they can and that there's an opportunity for them to go to college if that's what they want to do. And we should encourage that. And I was like, mic drop. <laughs> you're right. It's like, you're okay. You preach to me, Murray, because you're right. That's like, If it's your dream and you know it, it will bring joy even or just fulfillment to yourself even if you already are, it sounds like you're super successful, I mean, more power to you. So that's incredible. And I think there's also a lot of kids who are in situations where systemically or their schools or um, their structures of society that make it more challenging for them to achieve that.
1: I was just in agreement that all should be considered. And that's why this scholarship was important. I know you have to meet certain academic criteria or whatever, but it's important to make resources available for those people who still want to try. I, I tell my kids about a student that I went to high school with, and he was always a C student, period. C and D sometimes, but he had to fight just to get a C. And I used to think, man, that's. I felt sad for him, but what I didn't realize is that he had discipline that I did not have. He went to college. He finished on time with his engineering degree and he's a very successful classmate. And I'm saying this because my kids sometimes get down on themselves because they're not the top of their class. They're not the number one. They're not the valedictorian. They're not the 4.0. They're three something. Don't let a C knock you down and make you feel, you know, dumb. And I don't know. They're just kind of hard on themselves. So in college, I took uh, organic chemistry because,
2: you know, Peyton, I wanted to be in science, and I failed. And I remember calling my dad and saying, yeah, I failed. And I paid for this part of my schooling, and, you know, and he said, well, did you have fun? Did you learn something, and do you want to try again? And I said, yeah, I do. He said, okay, go for it. And didn't didn't like what you're describing. You know, he didn't focus on what that grade was and the fact that I literally failed the course. He said, is that still what you want to do? Are you going to keep going? And that's hard when you face adversity to do that.
3: I just want to touch on, like, what my mom said. And about this uh, junior year, actually, for me, was one of my hardest years. And it's the year that you, you take your ACT and you're getting ready for college and you're preparing and you see all these people doing big and getting 26 and 30s on their ACT and you're like, and having 4.0s and full IB diplomas and all this stuff. And it's just like a downer, like, man, I don't have a 4.0. I mean, I have a 3.6 weight <laughs> or. It was a struggle trying to get over all the obstacles and trying to tell yourself that even though you're not the best, you, you're you still worth it. My education is still important. I should still reach for the highest goal that I have, even though it seems unreachable. Learning that this year was just a major part of me growing up, and then getting the scholarship on top of that. So I was just so excited and it just brought encouragement to me and just to any young people out there. High school is hard. I mean people just they downplay high school a lot, like, oh, wait till you get to college but I felt like I was in college this year. I'm like I don't know what college feels like just yet, but the workload and it was just, it's constant stress. And I just, and I know what people are going through. So I just, it's just something, just motivation to motivate others that you can do it and you're not alone. There are many people in this world, many high schoolers in this world that are struggling, but you just have to press through all work out. like all the work pays off. I believe that if you have a desire for something, you will get that. If You just have to work for it. So I knew that I had a desire to go to college, and I knew that money was, was a factor, but I just kept mm-hmm. pressing through. I kept working. I'm like, there's going to be a turnaround. There's going to be some way that I can get to college. <laughs> And then I just believe that. So I was like, well, I don't know yet, but there's going to be a way that I get to college and it's not going to literally break my parents' pockets. Your
2: planning and attitude, I am certain that you will always find a way, whatever it is. I can tell that already. Yes. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of people aren't thinking about these things at your age and that's really good i wish i knew more when i was right where you are today so that's awesome you two are just so inspiring such an inspiration so <laughs> thank, thank you thank you so many people need to hear this though because i just i know people exactly what you both described sitting there thinking high school's hard or adult life is hard and just yeah. need that motivation so thank you both
0: Thanks to Latia and Peyton for speaking with us today and to Emily Tag for producing and to Kyle Bishop for mixing support. Follow KC Scholars at Scholars and KCScholars.org. Be sure to check out the Getting Smart podcast on iTunes. And while you're there, subscribe and rate us. For more on all things innovations and learning, check out our blog as well at GettingSmart.com. For the Getting Smart podcast, this is Megan and Eric signing off.